0: Hey!
1: Dan, we are live, doing? Steve, by the way. Just letting you know.
0: <laughs> we oh, get it's straight always into good to it. be live. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm doing fine, thank you. And how about yourself? Very well, now that you're here, mate. Where, uh, am I, uh, where are my... I know you're in Australia, but where, where precisely? I'm
1: in Melbourne. Have you ever been? Uh,
0: yes, uh, I was there mm, two years ago there was a convention in adelaide and both jen T- taylor and i were there for a few days had a wonderful time uh tell me you loved a, it i oh i did love it i i <laughs> had a close encounter with a kangaroo that was a little uncomfortable but <laughs> but it all whoa, worked whoa. out fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me about this you can't leave well, me hanging
0: they, they have with their there's that uh uh zoo park uh th- yep. i forget what it's called in adelaide uh, yep. but it's open it's an open area you just walk around and there's kangaroos and there's all kinds of you know exotic creatures yeah and uh and I wasn't really into feeding the kangaroos you know they can get they they give you food if you want to feed them and I you know I didn't I don't know I was wouldn't feeling it you know and uh but the people that I were with uh were into it and they um so after a while we're there for a while and I thought okay so I I got some food and I'm kind of standing off to to one side, kind of by myself in this area of the park. And from about hundred yards away, I see this kangaroo obviously coming in my direction. There is nobody else around. <laughs> he's got he's making a beeline for me, and I'm thinking, well, this is going to end very badly, or it's going to be a charming little story. <laughs> Fortunately, he, he he came up and we're eye level. You know, I mean, those you know they 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 can be big, as you know. Yeah. And we're standing there eye level and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him. And then he's looked down at the food I'm holding as if to say, dude <laughs> Oh, that's <giving> fun. <laughs> yeah. So I did, and uh, right. we parted as friends. So it all like I said, it had a happy ending. But it was a little nerve wracking there at the beginning.
1: Well, hopefully we can get you back, mate, for one of the one I'd of the cons it. coming up.
0: Yeah. I've been to uh uh the Adelaide, I've been to um Sydney a couple of times, although never, uh, uh not on business. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but I've done a couple of cons in, uh, Auckland, New Zealand, uh, that, that were fun. So, um, yeah. I, I am from, I am familiar with the route. So, uh, hope, you know, I'd, I'd love to get down under again. It would be fun. I uh, love uh, the people down there and I love the country.
1: Are the cons starting to open back up, mate? Like are you starting to book more cons now that COVID's sort of, Yeah.
0: We are now. Um, my first one will be next uh, in in a few weeks, actually, in January in Sacramento, California. Uh, um, Beautiful uh, Sac, Sac Anime, it's called. I've been there a few times as a great Con, but I actually have one booked almost every month for for the uh, for the coming year. Hopefully, I mean, Beautiful. you know, think, things can go south here in a hurry, as we all know. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that um, yeah. that uh, you know we can hold on here and finally yeah, beat this thing. I, I don't know that we're ever going to beat it, but I, I if we can at least manage it um, and get on with our lives, it would be nice. There's
1: a lot of people in here that, that can't believe we're talking to Master Chief today, and uh, <laughs> they're just getting acquainted with the voice, you know, because, you know, you hear <laughs> the voice for 20 years, and then the man behind the voice, it, it can be a strange thing. but It's
0: know, know. sort of an out-of-body experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or out-of-game, anyway.
1: Yeah, well, look, mate, it is an honor to talk to you, and I really appreciate you taking the time today. Um, everyone's very excited. Uh, the, my first question is, how are you feeling after this game? Because it, it's been a long time coming, and it's uh, it's getting
0: rave reviews. Thank God. I mean, it, it has been. You're right. It's been a long time coming, and um, for a variety of reasons, uh, you know, COVID being one of them. But but quite honestly, there there, there some challenges and in getting the, getting the game to the place where everybody, you know, thought it should be. And um, so, so it, it, has been a long, you know, sort of an uphill push, but uh, the, the fact that it's come out and I knew it, you know, uh, I, I obviously I've sort of had an inside track on, on how things were going and I was so excited and yet had to be so restrained in the excitement because i knew it was going to be a good game and i knew it was visually it was going to be you know up to par and most importantly for me i knew that the storyline was going to be an exciting storyline and and one that we could all be proud of and it's just so gratifying to see the fans react to it uh, in 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 this overwhelmingly positive way i've you know when we when I first started doing Master Chief with Bungie, Mm. um, I was sort of removed from the process. And there weren't all these big conventions that people were going to. And I, I mean, my, I didn't attend a convention, I think till after Halo three, maybe. Um,
1: Why was that? Was that any reason why?
0: Well, you know, first of all, they just, there weren't that many. Number one, Um, number two, uh, I was still working full-time as a, as a disc jockey at a radio station. That's right. it, was kind yeah, of, yeah. it was kind of tough to get away. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, my boss wasn't real keen on the idea of me taking a few <laughs> days off to, uh, to, to fly to Melbourne or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, so, so that was part of it. And, and the other part of it, Dan was, you know, me getting used to, you know, what this community is all about. And, yeah. um, uh, you know that took some time because I'm not a, an active gamer. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't really play the games. Um, uh, it, it, it took me a while to sort of uh, understand what this culture was all about, and and you know now, of course, that I have, I embrace it fully. But uh, it it took a while. Um, so my point is, is that you know I loved Halo Four. It it, it is my. Favorite game of, of the series. Uh, you know, wow, Halo Infinite may may surpass that. Well, you know we we have to let that sort of stew for a while. But, yeah, uh, but Halo Four was my favorite because of the storyline and, and a lot of the emotion. Reasons. The emotion. Uh, Jen Taylor and I got to work together in the same room for the very first time. Uh, so it had a. It, it, there's a lot of emotional uh baggage if you will that's attached to that Mm. game that makes that makes it special for me but you know it had mixed reviews and halo 5 even more so and so you know this is my first experience of of having you know the game out of the box be embraced so fully by the community and uh you know i think all of our uh First reactions were this collective sigh of relief, you know, <laughs> and and uh, and and then a joy that all the hard work that it put into. And you know, Dan, I I get you know be, being a voice actor for it, uh, you know, it's not the hardest job in the world. I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, but the guys who are behind the scenes who put this game together and work years and yeah. hours and hours and hours you know for them to be rewarded this way uh in in uh, in in a positive reaction to what they put into it that's what i'm most proud of and that's what i feel the best about because you know i know how hard these people work uh, night and day men and women and um you know to have it go well uh is is a uh, is is a joy to see
1: yeah I, so you mentioned that halo 4 was your was your favorite and I you know, I've publicly said that this game, I believe, rivals that game in terms of the emotion and the and especially the emotion we see from Chief in this one. How did how did you tackle this one differently to the other projects, the other Halos?
0: You know, I think it was uh, I, I would say that were it not for what we did with Halo 4. I may not have been able to get to where I wanted to be with Halo Infinite, if that makes any sense. Mm. Uh, the, you know, uh, that you know, Halo, you know, uh, Halo Four was, um, you know, when I first read the script for it, I was so excited because I thought this is where I always hoped we could go. You know, mm. and I, I always thought that after Halo Three and, and Reach, um, that there was this such a rich story that that was untapped. Uh, with with the relationship between the chief and Cortana, and and the whole community and the military aspect of it, and I, I just thought there's all this material that we haven't even touched yet. And then I saw the script for for four, and I could see that we were going to go there. Um, but you, so I, I feel like that was a good, um, it was a good uh, way for me to dig deep into the psyche of Master Chief. And then with Halo Infinite, that reemerged, and uh, it is interesting. I, I, you know, one of the real gratifying things is that so many people are reacting to the game, to to, to the campaign in that way. That um, uh, that's that's uh, you know, and then bringing in the weapon and and the pilot and all these new characters, and 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 you know, uh, it's really exciting for people to because I thought that when I was doing it, but but sometimes you think. What you see and what other people may see could be two different things because sometimes, you know, I'm too close to it and, and yeah. I may read things into it that other people don't. But uh, it's really gratifying to, to hear people say that because I, I think it is, a, you know, a tremendous story. And uh, I, I, love that pe- I love that people love it. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say I thought it was possibly your best performance as the character ever. Thank you.
0: Uh thank you. I I will. Um, will you take that I, I, compliment? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I you know I don't. You know, I'm an old Irish Catholic boy, Dan. So <laughs> you know I don't take compliments that easily. Yeah. yeah. But but, uh, uh, but I, first of all, thank you, and 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 secondly, I I think I agree with you. Um, every time I've done a not not just Halo, any sort of voice acting. Um, or even when I was on the radio uh it was most of the time that when I would listen back to to what we did or I watch the cut scenes in the early games um uh, you know, I'd always come away with um for taking yourself, been, yeah boy, I wish i I'd like to have another crack at that and <laughs> I, I wish we you know in Halo one and two, uh I had a bad cold when we did both of those, and I can so hear it when when <laughs> I go back and listen to those games, I was like, ah. You know, it could have been so much better, <laughs> uh, and and i felt that way in almost everything I've ever done. But I have to say, I watched all of the cutscenes for Infinite. Um, I don't know. If, well, uh, the day after the on game, my channel, not. of course. Of course, so, I yeah. did. Yeah. Needless to say, thank you. And uh, and uh, <laughs> I mean, where else would I watch? <laughs> you know. Uh, and I came away feeling uh, satisfied. Yeah, I, I liked. You know, I I won't say that I thought, wow, you were great, but I thought it was. I I was happy with you were
1: happy. You're proud.
0: I was proud. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm proud. Thank you. <laughs>
1: it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Joseph here says, Steve, I love your performances. As the Master Chief. You do a great job at showing the Master Chief's human side in this game.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, and, and I. And I have to give credit to Paul Crocker. Paul uh, co-wrote the story and, and directed me in 95% of the, of the, of the, uh, the sessions that I did. And you know, what was great about him is that he, um, I had, I, he understood the character. First of all, he understood the character as well as I did. And he also trusted me uh to, to approach him in, 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 the way that I felt best. So it wasn't like, you know, every decision that I made, he, he just agreed with that. That was hard. It was a collaborative
1: case. process. It was,
0: yeah. I felt it was a real collaboration and, um, and, you know, not, 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 not to, uh, to diss any of the directors that I've worked with, with in the past, but Paul was something special. And he really, I, and I told him this the other day, I said, you brought out, the, the best work i can do and um so I, I have to give him a lot of credit for for uh, you know helping me in that way
1: that's amazing i was talking to nicholas roy just yesterday who plays mm. the pilot mm-hmm. um one of the newer characters in the game and he had that's nothing a
0: fabulous job
1: he he really does he had nothing but nice things to say He said you did you did get to spend a couple of days together i think we did when you yes. came in and and watched and that sort of thing um, but he, the the scene that I pointed out to him was that emotional scene where he gets on his knees and Chief mm-hmm. also gets on his knees. You know that scene. Yeah, I mean uh-uh. it's just a an amazing scene. To walk us through that when you first saw that on the script and how you approached that scene.
0: Well, um, it was, uh, yeah, it, it 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 was a very, um, you know, the Chief had to you know and and this happened a lot in infinite and it happened somewhat in in halo 4 too mm. you know the chief the character is is uh you know for him to to emote in in that way to be to to let that side of him come out is is a challenge for him because he won't raised that way. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yep. he was raised to be, he was raised for one reason and one reason only to be a super soldier and to, and to save the planet and Halsey didn't really care about his emotional side. And so those emotions are ones that, that, you know, and that would come out mostly in his dealings with Cortana. Um, so in dealing in the dealings with the pilot, um, you know, it did you, you sort of come out from a different place and uh you, you know my my feelings were that you know the pilot and the chief needed each other um mm. and and so the chief couldn't be dismissive of, of him even though the you know the pilot you know from time to time could be a pain in the ass you know <laughs> <laughs> he's con- he's constantly wanting to like get out of there but um uh, the, the chief needed him, and obviously he needed the chief. So yep. to me, that was a little come-to-Jesus moment where, uh, you know, he, the, you know, Master Chief had to reassure him that, A, he was going to be okay, he was going to be all right, and we're going to get through this, and we're going to do it together. And I think the relationship between those two characters changed at that moment when it was no longer a... um I don't want to say adversarial but it was uh in, yeah, friendship you know, in, in a way friendship yeah in and- in 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 a way and, and it, it also established trust between the two characters and I think that's what I was trying to go for uh in in what in when we were doing that is try to convey uh a trust you know that the chief had a trust in him and that he should trust the chief you know to mm. to 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 get us through this, so that's why I was trying to get with that.
1: Does it make it harder? I will get to your questions, guys. Keep them coming through the super chat. I will get to them shortly. There's a lot of questions coming in here, Steve. Um, mm. I, I want to know: is it is it difficult for you because you you didn't do the motion capture for this game? Mm. Does that make it more difficult for you?
0: Well, it is what it is, um, yeah. and and I'm glad you brought that up because I want to give a a. a a master chief salute to uh, Bruce Thomas, who does the motion capture for uh master chief and has done it since halo four. And I'll tell him that tomorrow. I'm going to You're going to talk to him, yeah. give him my best and, 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 and tell him we still, uh, he still owes me a golf game. We, we tried to get one together this summer <laughs> w- uh, when he was down in my neck of the woods and we couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. So I'm hoping that we can reschedule that, but Bruce, uh, uh, you know he's kind of an unsung hero mm. in in this because obviously you never see him and you never hear him, but the uh, the emotion and the and the and the feelings that he conveys by simple body movements uh, is uh, a skill that's not to be dismissed. And uh, when we were doing Infinite, I had the pleasure of watching. Uh, Uh, Bruce and Jen Taylor performed some scenes together, you know, in a big dark room. And, you know, Mm. they got all these little dots all over them and, uh, you know, working through these scenes. And I, and I got, I literally was a fly on the wall for it. And first of all, it helped my performance of those scenes greatly to watch it be acted out, uh, to see what Bruce was doing, you know, with his, with his body and his movements and how I could, Project my voice onto that so that it would all make sense. And um, plus, the fact he's just a hell of a nice guy. <laughs> so he is, it's he is. Uh, yeah, he he he's a great guy, and he does a fabulous job. And and like I said, he doesn't get enough credit uh, for for bringing the chief to life.
1: So what would what would you say the biggest difference is from? The first time you stepped into the booth and voiced the character to now, besides, mm. you know, just the experience of it all and I guess the more emotional side, is there anything else that stands out to you, The a big difference in the character or even your approach?
0: Well, um, my approach between Combat Evolved and Infinite, uh, I mean, where do I begin? It's, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's been a like few years. It, it's been a few years. I mean, I was a very different person 20 years ago, as we all were. Yep. Um, the game was a very different game. I mean, we were in uncharted waters there. Nobody had any idea that, that this was going to blow up the way it did. No, um, yeah. And so I approached it. I'll be honest with you, Dan. I, yeah. I, I approached it casually. Because yep. you, know, you didn't know. I, I didn't know. I had done one other game with Marty O'Donnell, who was the, the gentleman who did all the voice casting. You know, wrote all the music for the Bungie games. You know, was instrumental in 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 how those games, you know, came out. Uh, and so I, you know, I owe Marty everything.
1: He wrote the he iconic did. score, the iconic theme. He, did. didn't he yeah,
0: yeah, he did. Which which is still alive today. You know, oh, I was just uh, playing it earlier. It's a, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great. And um, so uh, you know, but but it was a very you know. Marty kind of, you know, would walk me through the story and, and who the character was and what the Halo universe was all about. And I, you know, and then we'd take it from there and he gave me some cues and mm-hmm. and o- off we went. You, you, so you go now, jump ahead 20 years into the future. And here we are, uh, having done this character for, for off and on for 20 years. Um, I approach it in, in a, in a much more, um, uh, the intimate is the word that comes to mind. I, I, I feel an intimate connection with him where in the, in the beginning I did, you know, okay. Yeah. Well, it' sound like a tough guy and we'll, you know, the, you know, we'll approach it that way. And I, I get yeah. it. He doesn't say much. I mean, the, the direction Marty gave me in the beginning was Clint Eastwood. He said, he, you know, that's think right. Of Clint, think yeah. of Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood in, in the old spaghetti Westerns. And so that's, that's, where i came from you know in doing the character um but uh uh now you know i feel a kinship with this character that that um you know is 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 personal in, in a way to be honest with you it's it's you know you you can't be with i don't care who it is whether it's a animated pretend character or somebody in real life with, when you're with them for 20 years, you kind of develop a thing. You know? and, <laughs> yeah. and so, so the chief and I, you know, he's uh, you know, I find him to be a, a fascinating, interesting, uh, admirable character. And and it's an, it's an honor to to represent him in a, in, in a vocal way.
1: You know, like they've obviously never shown chief's face. I've always said I'd love it if it was your face, Steve. <laughs> I've always said that. that That would well, be that would be amazing to me. Like that'd be the way to go. I think a lot of people agree here too. But um, well, it's
0: very that's very kind of you to say. Uh, and and but you know, I've always come from the place that that his face should never be, yeah, uh, never Re- be, never
1: revealed. be revealed.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I think it, it, it's part of what has made it's part of his mystique. Mm. and i think there were two things very intentional done uh and and i can't confirm this but i I believe it to be true um when they were developing what master chief would look like a you would never see his face and b when you looked into his visor you saw a reflection of yourself and so the point being that you are master chief and if they would have created a face, whether it was my face or a, anybody's face, an animated, you know, yeah. uh, caricature, um, I think it would remove the player, uh, may, you know, maybe by a few degrees from being able to be Master Chief, you know. And uh, so, and, you so know, you I, politely I, disagree with me. <laughs> well, let, let, you know, if they were going to reveal his face, sure, mine would be my mug. <laughs> But I, I think it's better that they, <laughs> yeah. they they leave it the way it is.
1: Now I'm battling with something, Steve, because I'm I'm looking forward to the the new series on Paramount. Mm. But then I was told that your voice isn't in it, so I'm a little bit hesitant now. How how does that feel for you? Because mm. I don't think the character's ever been done before without your voice. Am I wrong? Or? No,
0: th- that well, there have been uh, there was an animated. Uh, Series okay. that I did not do. Um, okay. Uh, Halo. What was the piece? I mean, now I'm forgetting the name. Uh, that that was someone it out, I here.
1: I've forgotten yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, in advance of Halo: Guardians, I believe, and uh, it was it, it. It took place in in a in a period of time before combat evolved, and they wanted somebody who sounded younger to, to, to Halo do Halo Legends. Chief. People thank saying, you yeah. halo legends yes um see these people know everything
1: they know everything we all, can ask him all anything. i have
0: to do is just keep up <laughs> <Yeah.
1: You know? laughs> we can they ask them
0: literally it. anything dog they'll, they'll know, I know. <laughs> so uh uh yeah there was another guy i i i don't remember his name at the, at the moment uh yeah but um so when they when it, when it became obvious that, that the the live action series was finally going to happen, after all these years of fits and starts and and close calls, it was finally going to happen. Um, I knew I wasn't going to be the, the character. You know, I mean, somebody asked me the other day, "What does your who who has no familiarity with with uh, Halo?" And he said, "What does your character look like?" And I said, "Well, he's about eight feet tall and he has no body fat." And I don't qualify on either one of those. (laughs) so You know, the only way that I could have been a part of it is if they chose not to reveal his face. And then obviously we would do it just like we did the game and I would voice him and somebody else would be in the suit. Um, They've chose, they've chose not to go that way. And Pablo Schreiber is going to represent master chief and I'm sure he'll do a phenomenal job. And I can't wait to see it. Uh, my friend Jen Taylor is going to be in it and she's going to be Cortana. And, uh, uh, so she keeps me abreast of how you know how how things are going on the set and all that. So I'm really excited about when it comes out, and, and I think Pablo will do a, you know, a tremendous job. Um, it, but you know, the, and and they have said this. The, you know, the people, you know, Kiki Wolfkill, who's you know the the sort of the link between three four three and the people, the production company who's who's doing the uh, who's doing the series has said, you know, this is this is going to be a different Halo experience. It's not going to be an exact duplication of of the events of the game. Mm. Uh, And I think, you know, in in a lot of cases where video games have gone to the big screen, many of them have not been successful because they don't make that 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 transition and and understand that you're using a different medium now. And and so you have to approach it differently. So I think, and, you know, the other thing is you have to um, appeal to people who have no clue what Halo is all about. Mm. They've never played the game. They don't know nothing about it. This is just some new series. that's going to be on TV and I'm going to watch it. You know, a a prerequisite for that cannot be, well, you have to have played Halo to understand what's going on. There's got to be room for those people to be able to, to,
1: as master chief throughout all these years can i please get a finish this fight <laughs>
0: what did he leave a name uh zane zane finish the fight
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's, it never gets old. I know
0: you've probably said never that. gets old. Thank you, God.
1: You know, yeah, I know. You said that <laughs> line. I don't even want to know how many times you've said that. Oh, my line. God. Jeez. You have no
0: idea. <laughs> oh. And we say it again in Infinite.
1: Oh, I, you do yep. too. Is that And that's yeah, the first yeah. time since uh, Halo 2. Since, yeah? uh, right, exactly. Wow. Exactly. I, I yeah. had chills when you said it, man, in this game. Yeah. That final yeah. scene, that whole final scene where they mm. reveal their names and everything. Yes it was just so uplifting uh, you've seen the cutscenes haven't you?
0: yes yes i it's have It's just the music on your and- on your stream by the way <laughs> did I mention that
1: yeah you did uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 music and the the feeling of it it's just i don't know it just hit a bit of nostalgia as well i think
0: well it did you know and that and that was the interesting thing in that um uh, you know there were two i think two objectives here uh, um And I would always hesitate to, so when I was talking about the game before the game actually came out, you know, people say, what's it like? And what, you know, all that. And I would say, you know, for people who have been longtime fans of the game and whose favorite games are Halo 2 and 3, which is about everybody, (laughs) um, you know, I would say, I I think, you know, you're going to like this game. If you liked Halo 2 or 3, I think you're going to like this game. And but it also honors the 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 story down the line with, with where the story was going for in Guardians. So, you know, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a connection there. So I, I, I nostalgia is not a word I would necessarily use, but um, maybe familiarity and maybe the comfort of which may be what nostalgia is is, is that comfort of, you know you know, almost coming home in a way and, mm. and, and the war and the, and the feelings that you got, you know, 10 or 20 years ago with that game were sort of reignited in, in a way. And, uh, I, and that's what I think was the genius of the way this thing was constructed is they were able to tap both of those while still honoring, you know, yeah. the, the progression of the story.
1: Which is not an easy thing to do. For,
0: not an easy writers, thing to do. Seriously. That's why it took six years for <laughs> God's sake.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and there was a delay. I'm, I'm really thankful they delayed it as well, obviously, with COVID. I think everybody and, felt that, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, I, I think everybody felt that it was the right thing to do. I mean, COVID did play a role in it. When we uh, the, the, the normal uh, uh, scene would be – so I live in Sarasota, Florida now. I used to live in Chicago but all the action takes place out in seattle and we also did some stuff in los angeles and um so the normal scene would be for me to fly out for a few days to record re- to record and you know work on some stuff come back month later fly out again do some more stuff well when COVID hit obviously that boom that was done, done. Um, and um all the studios were closed you know for a while you couldn't fly even if you wanted to Uh, And, you know, there was just no, no doing it. So it took a while for us. I have a little home studio here uh, in my house. that's you know, very modest, but it does the job. And, but we had to sort of to, you know, gear that up to be able to match what we had already done in professional recording studios in Seattle. So yeah. would, some new equipment had to be sent in. We had to set it up. I had to know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, Come on, don't actually, sell
1: yourself short.
0: I know you're already. Well, 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 yeah, yeah. But from a technical standpoint, Dan, sometimes that can be a challenge, you know. <laughs> uh, but we, we hey, were you got on this it, Zoom pretty well. Come well, on. Well, there you go. Okay. Come well, on. So give me that. Right? <laughs> uh, but uh but anyway, we got it all right. But but the other part was, and I think the part that you're alluding to is when, when that when that uh, teaser came out a year or so ago, uh, wasn't really well received. And it oh, caused everybody oh. to 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 take another look. And when they brought in Joe Staten, I think he was a great uh, asset to, you know, I mean, nobody understands the Halo story from start to finish as well as Joe Staten does. That He was there from the beginning and uh, for him to, you know, to, for, you know, to, to bring him in and sort of help recenter the thing, um, I, I think, was a tremendous asset. Uh, and 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 I think the fruits of that, and not that it was just Joe, but I, I think, that, you know, that's an example of, um, you know, going back to the drawing board. And one of the beautiful things about 343 um, and I've experienced this is. I've experienced this myself and I've, <laughs> excuse me, watched, <clears throat> excuse me, You're right. watched it, uh, uh, you know, in their dealings with, with the fans is that they really listen to the fans and that was part of it. And then, and that it wasn't just then, I've seen it happen many times where, you know, fans, you know, will critique the game, uh, or, or, or critique certain things that they see. And, you know, these people are like, Hmm, well, maybe he's got a point. They'll go back and and rethink it. And it's not that every idea gets put forward, but you know the fact that they listen at all is, um, you know, I I think speaks well of the of the franchise and speaks well of the company. So I'm
1: I'm so happy for them because they've had a tough go for a few yeah. years there. So to, for both the multiplayer the campaign to come together yes. and you know, I'm because they they deserve it absolutely uh, definitely. Um, Oh, I wanted to ask you. You just mentioned the um, the teaser, so you know hmm. about Craig, of course. Yes, yes, okay. yes, of course. <laughs> just checking,
0: you knew about Craig. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. People they, are asking. They, they made the right call on that one. <laughs> you, know? you know, because yeah, when when I first saw him, I was like, "Yeah, oh, boy, I don't know. This guy needs a little work." But they did. Uh, they did. They, they did. Yeah. Now he's one scary son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is from Gary. Hi, Mr. Downs. May you describe the casting process when you first auditioned for the role of chief? And did you ever imagine just how enormous of an impact your performance
0: would have? Well, Gary, no. uh, You know, the second part, first, no, I had no idea. Not only did I not, not have any idea of the the, the scope this thing would take. Uh, I don't think anybody at Bungie really had any concept that this was going to be, you know, what it ended up being. And, um, so, uh, so the casting process was unusual in that, uh, as you know, Dan, you know, my career was radio. Um, you know, I was radio disc jockey for 40 some years, which is impressive. That's you. impressive. <laughs> yeah, to stay in this business for four <laughs> years. I don't know <laughs> how you've done it really. <laughs> just to stay you know, just to stay alive. But uh, uh the, the strange thing about the radio business versus voice acting is one would think that they are a natural fit, right? That that mm. that if you're on the radio, you'll probably do well in voiceover. And that is not the case at all. And in fact um I the only job I ever booked as 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 a direct result of me being on the radio was Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that's ever happened in my entire well, career. <clears throat> I'll take you'll you know. take that one. <laughs> I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know the thing was i mean i've auditioned for parts so i was a i was an fm rock dj that's what i did from the time i was 18 years old until about five years ago and um uh, but occasionally i go to my voiceover agent and we and we would you know she'd give me an audition and sometimes it would be for the role of an fm rock dj okay that's what I am. <laughs> you know? Really? I never, wow. ever once booked one of those jobs. Never. And, uh, you, know, so, you know, I tell you that story just to give you an idea of, you know, yeah, how yeah. sometimes, the, you know, the connection doesn't, you know, it, it's like this. It doesn't really meet. Wow. Uh, but uh, in this case, Marty, Marty O'Donnell listened to me. He, he was a fan. He would listen to me on the radio. <clears throat> and he um, called me, or called through my engine, he called uh, and asked me uh, to do a character in a, in a game uh, that was about a year before Halo uh, Combat Evolved came out called Septera Core. It was a small little PC game that I don't recommend anybody try to find, because it really wasn't <laughs> that good. And I was not that good in it. But uh, it established a relationship between Marty and I, and then about a year later he called again and said, ah, well, we yeah, have this, right.
1: this yeah, new yeah. game. Yep.
0: Would you like to do it? <laughs> and the other unusual thing about it for me is that I never auditioned for it. He never – he No, never he just loved it.
1: the voice, yeah. <clears throat>
0: yeah, it wasn't like it was down between me and two other guys. You know, he had decided it was me. And uh, now the, this was all unbeknownst to me at the time, but uh, but uh, it, it was like, like I said, the two unusual things about it was – Where it directly related to my radio career, and I never auditioned for it. I just got it. So, you know.
1: I've heard that story before, but it's a hell of a story, man. Yeah. Because without that call, where are we now? You know, it's just bizarre. Well, where am
0: I? I'd still be on the radio in some small town in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's where I'd be.
1: (laughs) Oh, it was was fate. Uh, (laughs) Medieval water. How many ants can you take on in a
0: fight, Steve? How many ants? (laughs) You know, I've never really uh, pondered that question. Yeah, that's down here in Florida. And I think, (laughs) I think in Australia, you have red ants in Florida, don't you? Or in Australia, don't you? Yeah,
1: we got they're deadly, some of them. They can get you. Yeah,
0: yeah. What what, I remember reading a book, uh, the the first time I was coming to uh, uh, Australia. And I was reading a book and I, the name of it, how to,
1: escape. how to survive. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like that.
0: It was kind of like that. And the one, and the, very early in the book, it says, there's no place in the world that has more creatures that can kill you than Australia.
1: <laughs> and he starts listing
0: eat. all of them, you know, the gator, the crocodiles, mm. the jellyfish, the snakes, the spiders, the this, and the ants, you know, all of that. And, uh, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I came to your country with some trepidation, <laughs> <by that laughs> it's but not the ant question, yeah, I, I love. No, I know it isn't. And and, <laughs> and although I was just telling a friend of mine this story last night, I was scuba diving off the the the, the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, nice! <clears throat> I was floating around. This was several years ago, and I was floating around and came almost nose to nose with a jellyfish. And boy, you talk about an eye-opening experience. And you know, try to swim away from a jellyfish because the more you paddle like this, the closer you're bringing him to you. <laughs> and we we, we, for, we fortunately didn't get that close, but it, it, it was a little scary. But, um, yeah, so, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The ant question, I have no idea. No,
1: and I don't blame you, Caltech. <laughs> please notice me, Chief. You've been noticed. There you go. You
0: you you have been noticed.
1: Uh, Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing in an interview? I think that's Finishing. a that's yeah. a reference, no. yeah.
0: Finishing this interview. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Scott Richards, you're awesome, Chief. If he'd say my gamer tag, it'd be an honor, Spartan One Two Six Four.
0: Spartan One Two Six Four. I need a weapon. If you if you guys do
1: want a shout out from Steve, um head over to his cameo and get one and and support him over there. Great idea. We can't we can't just keep doing it. I've got to ask him some questions, <laughs> you guys. Uh, we could do we could do this all day with the amount of requests. Yep. James Earl Jones is Darth Vader's voice, mm-hmm. just like you mm-hmm. are Master Chiefs. How do you feel not voicing Chief outside the games? <laughs> I guess we touched on that a bit earlier. Today.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean that's a great uh, reference with with James Earl Jones, but as you know, they never revealed Darth Vader until the very, very end in in what was a Revenge of the Jedi when when you finally saw his face. And, of the Sith, and, yeah, 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 and that was the end of the uh, um, well, that was the end of Darth Vader, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean that uh, it, it it is a good parallel, but they decided not to go that way. So let's uh, let's give them a chance and 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 see what they come up with. Um,
1: Steve, how did Marty and Bungie originally get you in the shoes of Chief? Did you? We already answered that. Yep. Maxton, thanks for teaching me the value of making a promise. Steve, mm. I like that.
0: You know me when I make a promise. Yeah, well, that's good. And, and I tell you what, if you got nothing out uh, else out of Master Chief and out of Halo, that's a good. That's a good one to take away. When you make a promise, you keep it.
1: I love that. Steve, I want to just say thank you for making my childhood. That's from Diego. That's another one where how many times have you heard that, that I've grown up <clears throat> hearing you, you know, you've made my childhood. But I guess it is just a gift for you, isn't it, to hear that?
0: Well, it it, it is a gift to me, um, yep. certainly. And, uh, you know, the thing about it, Dan, and and you know, because of all, you know, these conventions and everything um, you know, I get to meet a lot of the people who enjoy the game and not all actors get to do that. You know, they don't, you know, you don't get to okay. have that up up close and personal um, interaction between the fan and, and the actor. And I've had quite a lot of it and um, it has influenced my performance uh, you, you know, in the latter games, uh, having, you know, you know, just like that comment that he just made about it, you know, how it, it infected his child or being the voice of his childhood or whatever. And, and um, you know, I take those things with me when I go back to record, you know, for the next round of Master Chief and, and knowing, you know, when you have an understanding of the depth that that character can reach in terms of the fans. Uh, it it has helped me in in many ways. In in, in it. so it's I find it's it's it, it's kind of like a closed loop between yeah. the fan and the actor, and we both feed off off each other. And uh and and they yeah the fans have helped me considerably in in being able, especially as we broadened out the story of Master Chief.
1: Is there a fan interaction? I know you've had thousands. Is there one that that ever stands out to you that that really touched you? <sighs>
0: You know uh, what what's happening lately dan and this is a result of the, of the the how long this story has been going on 20 years um what you know what i'm finding in the last several years and certainly the last few um conventions i've been able to do since the pandemic um is you hear these stories about uh father and son bonding mm. on the game or or even mother and son or mother. I mean, you know, I've heard a lot of those, and also the fact that there's been a lot more women come into the to the you know the the game. But, you know, in the early days, it was all just sweaty dudes. You know, <laughs> that's all it was. And now, you know, the hygiene has improved, and we're finally getting some women into into in, in the picture. Both are very positive things. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, so but I mean, to see that generational thing yeah. happen is so cool. And um, and then the other thing is, is, uh, the, you know, the stories of, of people who, you know, Halo was some refuge for them in an otherwise very unpleasant world. Either their personal life or their, you know, they 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 you know, struggling with an illness or whatever, Mm. and and Halo was that one thing that they could you know dive into and escape all that, and uh, I've heard that many many times, and that's you know a very, I mean, it's humbling, you know, to Mm. be honest with you, it's it's sort of a humbling thing to think that you know you could play some role in helping somebody's life be a little bit better
1: yeah man, it's amazing it's amazing what this franchise has done it really is many people eric here says i had the pleasure of meeting steve at halo outpost in houston Mm. in the restaurant in the convention center you've (laughs) left an enormous impact on my life and many others thank
0: you steve you're very welcome did you pay my bill (laughs) <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that we, well. we, we 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 had a lot of fun with that halo outpost uh we did uh i think it was six shows and uh we were gonna it was gonna happen again the following summer which would have been you know this pat uh, or 2020 and uh obviously the pandemic had other ideas so i'm hoping that um maybe next year or at some point we'll be able to revise that maybe get down your way and uh because it it was a really i mean it was a convention but it was only halo that was the only thing that was happening there and it was pretty awesome and they had some very you know some pretty cool displays and you know jen and i had a great time and uh there there was a lot of the three four bonnie uh, ross was there kiki was there frank o'connor um, uh, you, you know, we had a really, really good time with that. I'm hoping that uh, you know we'll be able to do that again. Well,
1: look, I know you're a golfer, so I'll, I'll take you out for a game at Royal Melbourne when you come down next. will
0: right. I'll, dude, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> I will hold you to that for sure.
1: I know, I know some people that can hook us up. Uh, Ari says, "What is your favorite Halo book, Steve?"
0: Oh, by far, it's the Fall of Reach. Um, yeah. that, that was the book that, you know, that, I, you know, this is the thing about doing Halo, the, you know, the, and, and, and one of the great benefits is, um, uh, you have all this great source material that, that usually doesn't exist when you're voicing a character in a video game. And we, you know, we had all this rich material, in the fall of reach. I, I remember cracking that book open and thinking. Oh, <laughs> this is where this dude came from. Yeah, because that would you know that that story was never explored with that kind of depth in the game, and uh, you know, so I really enjoyed it, uh, uh, the fall of Reach, and then the Troy Denning books is another. Um, yeah, you know, he's got a couple that I've actually done a, a, a little bit of uh, audio audio recording. Oh, yeah, nice. I, no, I, I didn't record the whole book, but I okay. would do. When the book would come out, you know they'd do. I do a chapter or two just to tease the, you know that it was coming out. He's got a book called Silent Storm, which is an excellent one, and and uh, and uh, one or two others that, uh, you know, he has a real good grasp of the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Halo. Uh, what would you call it? Bible. The Halo. Um, yeah. Right, there's another one. The. But uh, but he, he, yeah, the 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 know, Laurel. The, the lore of yeah. it, and and uh, and and then takes that in in places that uh, that I, I find a very compelling read. So I, I like his stuff a lot.
1: There's so much to explore, even in a in a DLC upcoming, because they've left it open mm. in this game as well. And there's mm-hmm. there's just so many options that like I'm really excited to see where they take it next.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and and it, you know you you know we're not done. And you know that's for sure. You know no, um, it, yeah, it's it's going to be. The future looks infinite.
1: <laughs> well, are they, are they sticking with this game for the next ten years? Is that what I heard, or have I got you that know? Running?
0: I I don't know the details of that, but it's going to be uh, the only thing I'm, I'm fairly sure of is it's not going to be the usual tract of every four or five years. There's a you know now there's going to be a Halo Seven. You know, or, and then there's going to be a Halo Eight. I don't think they're they're following that track, and I think uh, uh you know I, I can't tell you exactly what what it will be, but it's going to be different than that. And I think it's going to be more of a rolling uh, story I'd rather love to than see that. yeah.
1: Because
0: you know, we still and, got uh,
1: spoilers. We still got Atriox to deal with. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. He ain't <laughs> out of the picture. You know, and last you time know, I
1: think he kicked your ass.
0: <laughs> didn't it didn't go wrong. Yeah. What was the line? Yeah, <clears throat> we met, we fought, he won. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some unfinished business there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joshua says, I love your fantastic work, Steve. What was the hardest scene to get right in Halo Infinite? Thanks. Mm, wow. Good question. I That's a the great answer to question. Well.
0: I, you know, I... I uh, mm, mm. I don't There's know. There's a lot of scenes. I, uh, yeah. I um, I don't, you know, I, I could it, unfortunately. Could it, the,
1: could it be the final scene with Cortana at the end there?
0: Well, I think that was certainly a, because, they, you know, there were two different things going on with that. You know, it's funny. Mm. I was just talking to Jen the other day and, and uh, we were talking, you know, we she had just watched the the cutscenes, and we were talking about it. And I, I said, I said, I personally, you know, have, you know, a, a certain bit of melancholy that that we may have seen the last of Cortana. Uh, and she she was right. Well, you know, I mean, really, the weapon is Cortana. I mean, you, you know, I say, yeah, but as Cortana herself said in that game and in, I believe, Halo four, or it might have been five, she said, um, uh, you know, they're, they, they might replace me, uh, but it won't be me. You know that, don't you? And, mm. you know, I, I get a little, you know, I, I, as, as, as my Jewish friends say, I get a little verklempt, <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. I felt that to be an emotional sort because it is true. Uh, yeah. you know, as, as this, as this story develops, you know, the chief, in one sense, has a has a new companion in the weapon. Uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, she is Cortana, but she isn't. You know, and you know, it, it will be a different. Uh, you know, going forward, it will be a different relationship. It'll be, it, it, and and even though she may look and act, and may even be called Cortana, who knows? Yeah, I was um, going
1: to ask you that. Ending scene is is that alluding to her name being Cortana, I, or
0: I, I think that's the implication but um could be changed but it could be yeah they yeah. left the door open let's put it that way yeah
1: which i liked just to see yeah. what fans think you know floated out there because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is a exactly. it's a big move you know it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. uh Indeed. what's the chiefs opinion on atriox atriox's way of introducing himself <laughs>
0: Well he a bit rough, wasn't he? I mean, you know, a simple how you doing would have done. You know, he didn't have to throw me all over the goddamn room. Uh, uh yeah, no, that he's uh he, he's a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. He's,
1: um, he's what you call down under a tough bastard.
0: He's a tough bastard, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed.
1: Dark Light gaming. Thanks, Steve, for being a part of our childhood's is Halo your favorite sci fi universe or do you have another mm. one?
0: Uh, great question. My favorite uh film of all time is 2001 A Space Odyssey, yes, Steve. Yes, <laughs> great choice. <laughs> that was what another life changer. What oh, I, to, to this day, and I've wa- I watched it not too long ago. Um you know i got some special blu-ray whatever yeah and watch, and i i still get locked into it and i've seen that more than i've seen any other film and you know i can't tell you how many times i've watched it uh and and i just get locked into it so that in terms of a science fiction you know having uh, making an impact on me and i was 18 years old when that movie came out and uh i can remember everything about Did being you, in the theater
1: you saw it in the cinema the,
0: I saw in the theater. Wow. Uh, I mean, the year it came out. That's
1: crazy. And, um, yeah.
0: And, uh, I, I, remember the girl I was dating at the time. I remember what I said to her and she wasn't really a science fiction buff, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and I came out of there with slack jawed, you know, it was just, it was the most incredible oh, wow. cinematic experience I'd ever had in my life. And, uh, and, uh, and she was like, really, <laughs> you know, where are we going to dinner? And, uh, uh, but you yeah, know, so that you know, it was it moved me in a very big way. Halo, obviously, you know, because of what's happened and my personal involvement in it. Yeah, uh, it is. But but I've you know, Alien, the Alien, the first two certainly were phenomenal films and and science fiction stories, and. You know, speaking of two thousand and one, I'm a big fan of Arthur C. Clarke and and the work that he's done over the years. Uh, Isaac Asimov, and and it's funny, I'm watching um, uh, Foundation, which is uh, Apple TV. Is made. Need to watch that.
1: I've heard great things.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, There's some pretty cool things that uh, happening there, and uh, Mm. uh, so yeah, there's. uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of that stuff, and I, I I I sort of love going into that into those worlds
1: great answer i love it fs1138 can steve comment on the original halo 2 ending thanks for being mm. so awesome for the last 20 years
0: thank you i appreciate that yes um the funny thing was when halo 2 first came out uh all i heard was people bitching about the ending <laughs> you know they all were complaining about you know ah, you, you just left this hanging there and all that <laughs> now it's now it's everybody's favorite game so mm. you know it's funny you funny, know, isn't sometimes it? You, you you need it's kind of like wine you need to let it age um so yeah i mean i don't know uh and there's been stories that have come out um lately uh about uh I hope I had this right that there was some, another some, ending there was another ending and that the other ending because they really thought they were going to be done at Halo 2 they weren't really you know Halo 1 was you know then they were going to do Halo 2 there well there was not a big plan to do Halo 3 and so um for various reasons a lot of changes were made in the game and Halo 3 really was an extension of Halo 2 literally that that the where halo 3 went was what they thought they were gonna how they were gonna end halo 2 they ended it it ended up doing it as a cliffhanger to leave that door open and obviously uh you know that turned out to be a smart play
1: (laughs) (laughs) um we've still got a bunch of questions here steve but i know you got to go soon yeah How, how much longer do we have you for
0: I I, I I could take a couple more, but, okay. yeah, I do have to jump off here pretty A couple soon.
1: more here, guys. Uh, Steve, I was quickly – I was diagnosed with COVID recently, unfortunately, but I've had Halo Infinite, and it's helped me fight the good fight. Thanks from Lee. Excellent.
0: Excellent, hey. Lee. Uh, okay, hang in there, Lee. Finish hey, that man. fight, buddy. Hey, Chief!
1: Huge fan. Which game story was your favorite of all the Halos? End of Halo Three is my favorite of all time. Thanks for taking the time with us, from Adam.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, as, as I mentioned early on, Halo Four, for a lot of reasons, uh, uh, the story and and Jen and I being able to work together were were tremendous uh, uh, experiences for me. And and uh, but, like I said. Let's let Halo Infinite season for a while because that might, that might take the top spot. It's too early for me to say yet.
1: Steve, is the flood coming soon? Promise, mm. I won't tell. Yeah. <laughs> There's only well, you know fifty thousand people watching.
0: Yeah. It's all good. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. I feel good about telling him that. <laughs> uh, you know, for, fortunately, the people at three four three. You know, I'm on a need to know basis and I don't need to know yet. So <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if, if, if the flood is in our future or not. Uh
1: Do you plan on continuing to voice master chief? <clears throat> of course. He uh, does. As, we, as
0: long as I can, I, 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 I'm having as much or more fun now than in any period in the last 20 years. So, Uh, you know, as long as I, as long as they want me and as long as I can do it and as long as the story is, uh, compelling, uh, I'm in.
1: Uh, we mentioned this before. John says, What was it like having Joseph Stanton back? Um, that was amazing to have him back, wasn't it?
0: It was amazing to have him back. And I think he, you know, was, it was, was integral in, in, uh, you know, helping move the game along to 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 where it's gotten. There are so many p- people involved uh, that that have, um, you know, like I said, you know, left their blood, sweat, and tears on the on the on the floor there to get this thing done. Uh, but and Jill was certainly one of them. <laughs> so,
1: Sarah, Chief, your ability to convey so much in a few words is a testament to your talent. I've always felt immersed playing as the Chief, even as a girl. Favorite no. character of all time. Thank you for everything. Please come to Melbourne, Australia soon.
0: I would love to come back to Melbourne. Is there a big? Is there a con? In Melbourne? There is a con.
1: I'm going to talk to them, and we're going to get all you right. down next year, hopefully. If you're free. all right,
0: and, and then I'm going to cash in on that golf game. You, you are. Me? We're going to get out there. What are you playing <laughs> off, Steve? By the way, I'm
1: sorry. What do you play off? What's your handicap?
0: Oh, uh, do I have to reveal that? <laughs> <laughs> Although okay. I you will can tell, tell me you unfair. this. I will tell you that I play I play a little bit better golf than I do Halo. So <laughs> put okay, it that that's, way. That's good yeah. to
1: know. A uh, couple yeah. more here, Steve. Just want to say I've been a diehard Halo fan since I was a teen. Just finished Halo Infinite on Legendary. Loved it. Great. Thank you so much. Uh Thank Hey you. there, Steve. Big fan of your voice work. My friend has yet to finish the campaign. You mind telling him to finish the fight?
0: Yeah finish the fight come on
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you
0: steve i really
1: appreciate you taking the time mate everyone yeah really this has been uh, you know
0: yeah i've done a lot of interviews lately uh and uh and and this has been you know probably the most enjoyable i, I appreciate you, your man. enthusiasm i appreciate your enthusiasm for the game and your interest and in, and knowledge in that and um uh no this has been a gas i uh, we should do it again
1: I'd love to, mate. And everyone can find you on Instagram, Twitter, Steve Downs.
0: Yes. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Cameo. You mentioned Cameo. Uh, so, yeah, please uh, check those out. And you're posting and, uh, about
1: – you. if there's a con you've got coming up, you'll post it on there, won't you?
0: Yes. Yeah, the one that's most immediate uh, will be for our friends in California, the SAC anime. Uh, I have one coming up um, – in Kansas City, there's a big one there. Planet Comic Con, uh, and yeah, I, I, I post those up there all the time. So if you're in the neighborhood, uh, uh, you know, please by all means come out, come out and see me, and uh, and uh, we'll get we'll we'll come back down under and revisit that. I look forward to that. Beautiful,
1: mate. Before I let you go, is there anything uh, the chief can say to Dan as we wrap this up?
0: Dan, wake me. When you need me, that's my favourite line too. Well done, <laughs> beautiful.
1: Absolutely love it, Bad, man. Uh, guys. <coughs> follow Steve on all socials if you don't already, and finish the fight. Thank you, Absolutely. Steve. I appreciate your time, mate.
0: All right, Dan. Thanks for great. Great to be on your uh, on your broadcast.
1: Have a great night, mate.
0: Take care, all right, man. my friend. Take care.